All right, guys. So today, the topic that I want to speak to you guys about is all about emotional control. Emotional control and how to handle your emotions. Now, this is something that all of us, all of us can agree with. Okay. Our emotions are so powerful. Our emotions are literally what shapes, what frames, what makes us. Okay. Emotions can determine whether you do something or not. They can determine how you feel about a person, how you view something. If you're going to, you know, get up that day and do what you said you're going to do, or if you're emotional and you know, you're just like, "Ah, I'm not going to do it. They determine so many factors in our life. Okay. And one of the most hardest things to do as a human is learning how to control your emotions, learning how to understand your emotions and how to not let your emotions affect you in a, in a negative way or in a way at all. Okay. This is, it's a skill. It is a skill to be able to understand yourself. Just because you're in your body, just because you're in your head, just because you are you doesn't mean that you understand you. Okay. Emotional control. That is the ability to identify and regulate your emotions and respond to them in a tolerable, in a flexible way so that you can have a certain level of control over your spontaneous reactions. How many of you guys have ever lost it before? Lost control. You guys have, you know, just type a one in the chat. I'm going to raise my hand. I'm going to type a one. I have lost my mind, my emotions. I have lost in, in so many battles with my mindset, my battles with other people, with, you know, just hearing something would trigger my emotions. Seeing something would trigger my emotions. Right? This is a normal thing. It's a very, very normal thing. All right. So when it comes to our emotions, listen, we all have different emotions just because yes, we're all human. Yes, we feel things, but, but what we need to understand is that each and every single one of us on this call, we have different emotions. We handle them differently. We see them differently. We feel them differently. You can be sad and I can be sad, but we're feeling different types of sadness right? So I don't know about you, but I used to be this, I used to be such an emotional person. I used to let my emotions run my day, not the other way around. I used to let my emotions run my day. So if I would wake up in the morning and I was in a bad mood for whatever it was, best believe that my emotions back then would control my outcome for the day. I'd be in a bad mood. So no, I don't feel like going, um, you know, to meet up with my friends. I'd be in a bad mood. No, I don't feel like working on my business. I'd be in a bad mood. No, I don't feel like talking to anybody or I would just give attitude to people. I'll never forget living with my parents. Oh my God. I don't know how they lived with me. <laughs> I don't know how they lived with me. I was a little, you know, a little bit of an emotional disaster growing up. Okay. I'm a Gemini. So for me, I'm just like, one second, I'm like, ha, 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 I'm so happy. And the next second, I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> like, you know, I'm literally like <laughs> back and forth. I feel so bad for my parents sometimes when I was growing up. 
because trust me, I'd go to bed in a good mood and then I'd wake up in a horrible one. And my mom's like, what the hell happened overnight in, in seven hours while you were dead asleep for you to be this, this change, like what's going on? Right. And I would take out a lot of my emotion on my parents. And, you know, it's, it's normal. Kids, kids do that growing up. They don't know any better. Okay. I mean, I knew better because I was probably around still like 18, 19, still taking shit out on them. Right. But why did I feel like I can release my emotion onto other people? Why did I think that it was okay to lash out, to be upset and to, to react towards others because of how I was feeling internally? not and that's one of the things that I realized that I really needed to start changing was understanding my emotions why I'm acting that way like how how can I not put other people in a position to feel my emotion when you know I don't want to affect them if I'm having a bad day they're having a good day it's hard right and some of the reasons why this can be really damaging not just to yourself but to relationships, to friendships, to your workplace, to your job, to your business, is because at the end of the day, nobody can control it but you. They can maybe control how they respond to your emotional little, you know, fits and 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 issues, <laughs> right? But you ultimately are the one that has control at the end of the day. So some of the questions that, you know, I started coming across when I started researching, like how to handle your emotions, how to, um, you know, just, just understand them. How, how am I supposed to take whatever emotion that I'm feeling and not project it? Cause you need to release it, but there are healthy ways of releasing it. Right. You got to identify the reason first and foremost, why you feel that way. Why do you feel emotional? Why do you feel sad? Why do you feel upset? Because before I understood these questions in my head, I was just feeling without a reason. I was just feeling these certain things and I didn't understand what it was attached to. So I didn't understand how to make it go away. I didn't understand how to change from being upset to being happy, right? So you got to figure out what your triggers are. You got to understand what the reasons are as to why you're waking up in that mood or why, when something happens to you, why do you feel so deeply about it? Like, how can you allow yourself to understand what you're feeling, deal with it internally, and then just exhale and be neutral? Probably one of the most hardest things to do, right? And when it comes to our emotions, like, listen, everybody's emotional whether you handle it differently or not, everyone has emotions and how people release their emotions are different. Can you guys tell me how you release your emotions in the chat? Some of you guys may ball your eyes out until, you know, you can't cry anymore. Okay, cry, cry. The gym, 100%. The gym is my like biggest relief of emotion. I am typically such a happy person, guys, but like I have, sometimes I have a lot of anger. I have a lot of frustration. I have a lot of weight on my shoulders when it comes to, you know, my business or my relationships or whatever it is. 
that I literally, in the way that it, it works out for me is I put my body through physical pain at the gym to release my mental pain. Does that make sense? I literally will lift the heavy, like my arms today. I wrote, I went to the gym yesterday. It's so hard to straighten them because I literally went off at the gym. Okay. And it felt so good to put my body through that physical pain, knowing that I'm growing and it would release my inner pain, my inner emotions. Right now that's one way. Okay, music, 100%. I saw someone type music in the chat. Nardine. Oh, music is such a powerful release of emotions. A lot of people turn to music, turn to physical fitness, turn to speaking to people. Davina said speaking to my husband. Okay, writing it down. Yes, these are all amazing forms of how you can release negative emotion, distracting emotion. But you got to find what works for you at the end of the day. And if you don't know what it is, some of the things that I just read out in the chat might be something that you need to try. If you're not someone who goes for walks, try maybe going for a walk to clear your head. If you're not someone that works out, try it. If you're someone that doesn't like to speak about things out loud to people, find that one friend and allow yourself to just, you know, to just talk. If you don't understand how to release your emotions, that's the biggest problem. That is the very first problem that you need to deal with. Okay, well, second, because you got to learn how to understand them and what they mean. But releasing your emotions is huge because what happens when you just bottle it up? It builds, it builds, it builds. And eventually, Lucia, right? I saw that. <laughs> you explode. I can't even tell you how many times I would hold something in, hold something in for days, for weeks. And then all of a sudden, I was just like lashing out at it and at people, at my parents, at mostly at my parents, okay? Because <laughs> friends and stuff never saw that side of me. And that's how I'd release it. And it was an unhealthy way because it's, it's like a ticking time bomb, right? And then when it comes to, you know, releasing your emotions, figuring out a way that works best for you, right? Once you have that down packed, once you understand that I promise you, you're able to breathe a little bit easier. Right. Have you ever heard the saying? Um, I think it's you don't listen to understand. You don't you listen to respond. You don't listen to understand. You listen to respond. It's probably one of my favorite sayings because this is so true towards so many people. Okay. A lot of people will listen to a problem. Okay. Even in our own problems, this is what I'm saying. We'll, we'll, we'll hear the problem in our head and we just respond to it. We don't understand it. We don't take the time to, to really just connect with our problem to understand how to release it. We just react. That's an issue. 
If you're someone who is constantly reacting, like you're like a ticking time bomb going off. Every single time that something triggers you, boom, you explode. Every single time that something happens with your emotion when it comes to your work, boom, you don't want to do anything. Why is that? Why is it that so many people don't allow themselves to understand themselves before they explode? It doesn't need to get to that point, right? Think of it in terms of, of, of a business. If I were to let my emotions control every single part of my day, I tell you, I wouldn't have a business. I am an emotional roller coaster every single day. I hear one thing, it changes my emotions. I hear another thing, it makes me happy. I hear something else and I'm in a pissed off mood again. But guess what? You'll never see that from me. Why? I may feel it inside, but I can kill that feeling off because I understand my emotions. I, I don't allow my emotions to control me. I don't react towards my emotions. I allow myself to stay neutral because what happens if I let those emotions take over my day? Then my day is run by something other than myself. It's run by a thought. It's run by a feeling. It's not run by me. Yes, I may feel things. Yes, you may think things, right? But who are you within those thoughts and feelings? How are you controlling those things so that it doesn't run your day and you're running your day? Right. I can't tell you the amount of times that, you know, I used to wake up in the morning and this is before I really started tapping into these things and allowing, you know, my emotions to really just take over my life. Cause like I said, I'm an emotional person. Okay. But I would literally, if I was, if I had a whole entire plan and I was like, okay, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to do my makeup. I'm going to film some content. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. I'm going to do this and that. And then all of a sudden I have, you know, an emotional breakdown because I woke up on the wrong side of the bed or I woke up to a, a, a text that I saw on my phone that wasn't that pleasant. And then it, it just ruined everything. I would not continue on with my day before. Everything that I had planned, I just throw out the window. And what would I do? I'd probably just be angry in bed. I'd, I'd eat my feelings, to be honest. That's where I'm just like, mm, give me a Kit Kat bar. Give me all the chocolate to comfort me when I was upset. Okay. <laughs> but what we don't realize in that moment is that, like I said, we're allowing our emotions to control us, how we respond, how we react, how our day is, how our days go, right? Like that, it's not healthy, especially when it comes to business. We need to be strong in business. We need to be able to, you know, if we're in pain that day for whatever reason, mentally, physically, you need to be strong enough to understand that, you know, your emotions, you got to put them to the side. Whatever you're feeling, thinking, you got to put it to the side. I almost have a time, like a time frame where I could feel my emotions deeply. I literally had to do that to myself. Otherwise, I'm feeling it every single day. I can't tell you the amount of times that something happens in my life that is maybe upsetting or this or that, like everyone, you know, goes through this and I'll literally, you know, maybe it's a, it's a message that I get. Maybe it's something that I'm, I'm, you know, feeling and I literally like, okay, well, I can't deal with this right now. In my mind, Daniela, you have a call in 30 minutes. You can't go down that road. Otherwise your energy is going to be low for this call and it's going to affect your business. 
Daniela, you can't think about these things right now. You can't let these emotions, you can't let these emotions trigger whatever you're going through right now because you, you got work to do. And that comes first. I'm not saying don't feel things. I'm not saying don't, don't allow yourself to understand your, I'm saying that, you know, there's a time and place for you to be emotional. There's a time and place for you to allow your emotions to overtake everything else that is going on in your life. And there's a time and place where everything else matters more. Because emotion is a strength or a weakness. And you can either allow it to go one of two ways. So what are you allowing when it comes to your day, when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to your business? Are you allowing your emotion to take over or are you controlling it? Right? One of the biggest ways that I started understanding how to not allow my emotions to take over is I started to keep a journal. Okay, I started to keep a journal and I started meditating. Those were the two biggest things that helped me the most. Okay, meditation is so good for your mind, your body, your soul, just to realign yourself every single morning. Some people like to meditate at night. I like to meditate first thing when I wake up in the morning. I don't look at my phone. Like my alarm goes off. It's the only time I look at my phone. I press either I press snooze for one more time or I, or I turn it off. Other than that, I, I haven't even looked at my, my notifications today and I got crazy notifications. I haven't looked at any of them. Why? Because I, I don't want that stress right in the morning. I don't want to think about my business, my relationships, my anything right in the morning. I need a half an hour for myself to realign myself for the day. I need 30 minutes for me to be able to have a clear mindset, whatever was happening yesterday, whatever emotions I was there, I'm canceling them out in this 30 minutes so that I can go about my day later with a clear mindset, allowing myself to breathe, allowing myself to really just come back down to neutral. So whether you want to meditate, whether you keep a journal, however it is that you have an emotional release or bring yourself back to your neutral levels is what you got to do. If you've never meditated before, I definitely recommend it. And you got to start small. It's not something that's going to change overnight. This took me a few years to really understand how to master my emotions. And I'm still not a master of my emotions. I'm nowhere close, but I'm a hell of a lot farther than I was last year and the year before and the year before. And that's how it starts. And you need to be patient with yourself, right? Recognizing your emotions and really learning how to manage them is one of the most important skills that you can have. It is a skill. And any skill that there is, it's a skill that you need to work on. It's a skill that you need to grow. It doesn't just happen, right? People who are really good at noticing how they feel and, and re like realizing how they're feeling, it's easier for them to calm themselves down it's way easier for them to, once you notice, it's easy for you to just turn that, that switch. And those people that notice those things, they end up having 
you know, doing really well in so many areas of their life, having healthy relationships, learning how to manage difficulties, setbacks, right? So this is something that we just really need to ask ourselves. Is our emotional, is our emotional state and our emotional side, our emotional being taking control of us or are you taking control of it? Right? I'll tell you a little bit of a story. And this goes back maybe like seven years, six years ago. And some of you guys have heard this before. But, you know, I was a little, I'm, I was a little chubbier. Okay, or a lot chubbier. <laughs> I was about 196 pounds. And, you know, I had a really, really bad relationship when it came to food. Okay. Thick queen. <laughs> um, but had really a really bad relationship when it came to food. And I had a really bad relationship with my emotions, which is why. I was emotional and I would eat. I was emotional and I would eat. Some people, when they're emotional, they don't eat. Okay, no, I was the opposite. I was like a vacuum. I would eat everything that I saw because it made me feel better. Especially, oh my God, Nutella sandwiches, guys. I would have like, you know, I'd have a Nutella sandwich every day. I'd have a chocolate bar every day. I would eat like, like crap, okay? And I would eat like that based off my emotions. Why did I have so many emotions growing up? Because people bullied me, calling me fat, calling me this, calling me that. And so, you know, I don't know, my only way of dealing with it, with, which made no sense thinking of it right now, if people are calling me all these things and I hated it, why would I eat even more? Because it was my way of coping with my emotions. So everybody has different ways of coping with emotions, like we were talking about, whether it's the gym, this, that, but just make sure that it's a healthy coping way. Okay. What I was doing to myself was not healthy at all. So what ended up happening? Okay. I hit a breaking point. I hit a breaking point in my life and realized that what I'm doing is doing more harm than it is good for my mental state of mind, for my body, even for my emotions. And I kind of just flipped a switch. Have any of you guys ever been in a situation where you were doing one thing and then you totally just were like opposite, like on the spot, there was no prepping, there was no nothing. It was just like you flipped a switch in your mind to do the right thing, to do something different. And sometimes we don't understand where that flip comes from. Right now, completely changed how I eat. I love it. Yes. In regards to my weight. Yes. Okay. I love that. Sometimes we don't understand what that switch is, but I remember one day. Okay. And I was <laughs> eating a bag of sour cream and onion chips on my couch and I'll never forget it. And then I don't know what I, I don't know what happened, but I was looking out the window on my couch. The TV was on. I don't know what was playing. And I'm looking out the window and I'm thinking to myself, what the hell am I doing? Out of nowhere, out of all these years of continuously stuffing my face with my emotions, all of a sudden I was like, what the hell am I doing? 
I got up, went into my bathroom, stepped on the scale and saw that I was the highest I've ever been, 198 pounds. And it's not, hey, people are beautiful at any weight. That's not what I'm saying, but I was not happy. I was not healthy. Physically, mentally, emotionally, I was sick. So I don't know if it was me seeing that number on that scale or me staring out the window. Like, I don't know what it was, but something just snapped. And ever since that day, everything changed. I did not eat a single chocolate bar for four years. I did not eat like crap chips for four years. I went into straight and keep in mind somebody who does not know a single thing about healthy food, about weight loss, who's never stepped foot into a gym, nothing. I figured it out. Why? Because I realized that my emotions were controlling my life. My emotions were controlling everything I was doing in my life up until that point. And I decided to say, no, I'm going to take control. I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to change this feeling that I have, this emotion that's eating me alive inside. I'm changing that. So I started researching healthy lifestyles, researching, you know, diets that I can go on and this and that or whatever. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to eat healthy. And in my mind, eating healthy was like salads and chicken and vegetables and, you know, just, just green foods. Okay. So I just started off by doing what I knew. I didn't know anything, but I just started. And as I started, I started to research even more. This, this, and that. How to eat, like how many calories I should be eating in a day. How many macros I should be intaking. How, like for my height, I'm 5'2", okay? For my height, what is the, the weight that is a healthy weight? Like I started researching all these things that I never knew of before and putting everything together. And I found a new outlet for my emotions. Instead of me eating, it was working out. And at first I couldn't step foot in the gym. Are you kidding me? I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I'm like, I'm not going like to, to, I, I can't go to the gym. You're going to see all these girls that look perfect and this and this and that, and they know what they're doing and they're working out. And here I am like, I can't go to the gym. So what did I start doing? There was a, <laughs> there was a tape that I borrowed from my aunt, from my Zia, the Brazilian booty lift tape. Okay. Where you're doing a bunch of squats and you have bands and you're doing this and you're doing that or whatever. I would do that every single day in my house for like an hour, every day. I started going for walks. I was not a walker. Okay. You couldn't ask me to get off the couch before. I was not somebody who liked to go on walks. And I just slowly started changing little things about myself to help myself understand me a little bit more and helped myself to, to get to that next place and that next place and that next place. And eventually my emotional 
my, my internal emotional didn't, it wasn't affected the way that it was before. When I was bullied, guess what? I learned how to understand and deal with those emotions instead of reacting to them. I understand how to feel them just for a few minutes and then release them. But it didn't just start like this. Maybe that mindset shifted, but all the little actions that it took up until that point were things that I did on small frames, right? Small little steps here, small little steps there. And eventually it took me about two and a half years, okay? Because I did it in a very, very just healthy, slow, normal paced way. I ended up losing 65 pounds, okay? And I went down to 119 pounds, which was not necessarily, it was good, right? That I had that discipline, but I started to become a little too skinny that my parents started worrying about me. Why? Because I'm one of those people that I'm like all in or all out. When I do something, there's no half ass. It's all in or all, yes, I was overly obsessed to the point where I wouldn't even eat a bite of a chocolate chip cookie if it didn't fit in my macros. I wouldn't even look at like, I had, everything had to be like perfect. I would plan out my meal from the beginning of the day, but guess what? I, yes, it got me to a healthy state, right? With physically, it got me to a really healthy state, but then over time, my emotional state started to deteriorate again because I got to this point where I was overly obsessing over things, overly like, you know, it, it just didn't become like a healthy way of releasing emotions. It became an overly obsessive way of controlling my emotions. So there is a fine line that you need to have because at the end of the day, we are human, right? You need to feel, you need to allow yourself to feel, but there should be a balance that you can control. Because if you're letting your emotions control you or you're being too overly obsessive with your emotions, that doesn't give you any time to be you. You have to have that healthy balance, right? So long story short, you know, I, I lost the weight that I wanted to lose. I literally hit my target, my dream goal body. And I had it for about a year and maybe a half. Okay. And then I started and then, you know, started to eat some chips again and this, this, and that, but it, it is what it is. But now I know that I have that power in my mind to be able to do it again. I did it once I could do it again. Right. So you need to figure out what it is that you can substitute for certain things in your life when it comes to your emotional state, your emotional being? How can you make healthier choices with how you're handling your emotions? How can you make healthier choices when it comes to reacting, responding, and understanding how not only you are feeling, but how you might be projecting onto other people and how you're making them feel based off your emotions, right? These are all little questions that I started asking myself because it was really important for me to understand not only how I'm feeling them, but how, how am I 
damaging other people or putting stress on other people or making people happy with what I'm doing, right? At the end of the day, yes, you need to think for you. You can't be a people pleaser and please everyone, but there is a fine line where you need to understand if you are damaging other people based off of your release of how you handle your emotions, there's, there's something that you can change there. There's something that you can tweak because then that's not a healthy release. Right. So the next time that, you know, you have some time, maybe it's today, maybe it's tomorrow. And if this is something that you need to get under control, research it a little bit. We have Google, we have YouTube, there are books, mental toughness. I have this book here actually, and I love it. Oops. <laughs> it's a book on mental toughness. This taught me a lot about understanding how to deal with emotion because mental toughness is the opposite of emotion it's allowing yourself to understand you know how, how to just have a strong mindset when it comes to things that come your way every single day so you know take that time to really whether it's you need to meditate whether it's you need to keep a journal whether you want to, you know, look on Google, YouTube, read a book, but at the end of the day, just be patient with yourself. That is the most the important message. Just be patient with yourself. Allow yourself to go through the roller coaster of emotions to figure out how to manage. And I promise everything is going to be so much smoother. It's called mental toughness. HBR's 10 must reads on mental toughness. If you want to take a, a quick screenshot or a picture, that's what it looks like. Okay, this book is amazing. All right. But yeah, guys, that's what I have for you guys today. I hope that this really helped in one way or another when it comes to really just understanding to dig deep and allowing yourself to feel, but feel in a healthy way. And apply this to all the different areas of your life that you need it, whether it's your friends, your relationship, your business, et cetera. But understanding it in a healthy way is key. All right. So thank you guys so much for your ears today. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope that you have a beautiful Tuesday and beautiful rest of the week. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.